Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Wednesday, March 1st. Happy Women's History Month. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. For the first time in 40 years, a sitting Chicago mayor was not re-elected. Mayor Lori Lightfoot, the first black woman and openly gay mayor of Chicago, lost her re-election bid last night. And my colleague Tessa Weinberg is reporting that she was understandably somber yesterday. Lightfoot stood up in River North at her election night party and told supporters she was grateful for taking on the political machine that, quote, held the city back for far too long. Now, as we all know in life, in the end, you don't always win every battle. But you never regret taking on the powerful and bringing in the light. A throng of supporters hugged Lightfoot one by one after she spoke with tears in her eyes. She conceded to former Chicago Public School CEO Paul Vallis and Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson, the forerunners in yesterday's election. They're going to now head to a runoff election on April 4th. Of course, Brandon Johnson gave his own speech to supporters last night. He said Chicago is divided, and he vowed to unite the city. My colleague Christian Schorsch was there with the pack crowd. They were inside of a ballroom on the west side full of house music, teachers, union organizers, and they were dancing for hours. Johnson himself is an organizer with the Chicago Teachers Union, and Schorsch captured the part of his speech where he offered a glimpse of the platform he hopes will electrify the city. You deserve a better, stronger, safer Chicago. A city where you can thrive regardless of who you love or how much money you have in your bank account. A city that respects the workers who keep it running. Now, as I mentioned, Johnson is facing former Chicago Public School CEO Paul Vallis in the runoff elections. For his part, he continued his law and order messaging last night, which has become a main talking point for Vallis. My colleague Shannon Heffernan went to the West Loop to cover his speech, where she says he pledged to provide police with the resources they need. He also committed to building a bond between the community and law enforcement. Public safety is the fundamental right of every American. It is a civil right, and it is the principal responsibility of government. And we will have a safe Chicago. We will make Chicago the safest city in America. Now, Ballas has been associated with some conservative groups, so critics have called him a Republican. But he told supporters last night that he was a lifelong Democrat. Meanwhile, Brandon Johnson has advocated for investing in more anti-violence work and continuing police reforms. Runoff elections are in just over a month on April 4th. Of course, candidates for mayor weren't the only ones running a race to the finish. Here's an interesting city council update. My colleague Michael Puente is reporting that for the first time in over 50 years, Chicago's 14th Ward, which is on the southwest side, will have a new alder person whose name is not Ed Burke. Burke was indicted, that's another story, and he didn't seek re-election. He'll end his run as the longest-serving alderman in Chicago history. And he'll be replaced by the ward's first Latina. Halu Gutierrez is the district director for a Cook County commissioner. And she defeated Raul Reyes, a longtime employee in the Chicago City Clerk's office and one of Ed Burke's precinct captains. 
Otherwise, at least 10 races for city council members are headed to the April runoff next month. So that's a bit more of a wild card situation. We'll keep you posted as the tallies come in over at WBEZ.org. And now for a few quick hits. The Illinois Department of Transportation made an announcement yesterday for drivers. It's planning to rehab 36 bridge structures between the Edens and Ohio Street. Folks can expect major delays on the Kennedy Expressway starting March 20th. And it's going to last about three years. The whole time, two lanes of traffic will be closed for work, which includes patching up the expressway pavement over there, painting the Hubbard's Cave, replacing overhead sign structures, and replacing the access system to the express lanes. Now, for transit riders, the CTA is rolling out a new little feature on the blue line. Live streams of select platforms from Logan Square to the Chicago stop. The streams will happen during morning rush hour between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. The CTA announced that the feed will give customers, quote, real-time information on platform crowding conditions. You can watch the feeds and get more info at transitchicago.com. As for weather today, it's going to be nice, partly cloudy right now, getting real sunny this afternoon with temperatures in the upper 40s. Tonight, mostly clear skies, lows around 40 degrees. And that's it for now on The Rundown. I got into the elections quite a bit here, but as you can imagine, there's still a lot more to talk about. I mean, there were nine candidates for mayor. Later today, we're going to dig into it with my colleague and government and politics editor here at WBEZ, Tony Arnold. That's this afternoon at 2 o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you then.